I mean, come on. When have you ever heard a real-ass person call themselves real? beautiful Monday here in the real people never call themselves the real studio what's up everyone I'm London Elaine and you're tuned in to another great week another dose of gems and all of that good stuff I hope everyone out there is having a fabulous day and um, you know as we prepare for a great week we're gonna get this shit rolling whatever you do keep that motherfucking rolling like Curtis Snell says you know that's really one of my favorite you know Shakespearean authors <laughs> of the hood Curtis Snow he 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 says the real shit that can really get us through sometimes okay um so this week was a little bit um this past week was a little bit hectic luckily this week coming up I am smoothing on out and I actually get to focus on a lot of the things that I actually want to do <laughs> isn't that fucked up how like day to day we just do a lot of shit that we don't want to do I'm gonna really try my hardest to get away from that type of shit um but last week I went to this um panel and this event called culture capital by Intico and it's actually founded by this guy named Kerry Classic on Instagram and if anybody wants to follow him he's pretty dope he's in the media and tech industry and he has these monthly panels where he tries to bridge the gap between culture and corporate. So Carrie hosted this last event at Google Atlanta. And I know, I know who the fuck knew Google had a headquarters in Atlanta. I actually didn't know that, but I didn't know that you can come up there and tour the facility and do dope shit and, and stuff like that. If you know one of the Googlers, that's what they call their employees, Googlers. Um, but we went up there, uh, it was like maybe 150 people in the room, and my ass sat front row, okay? Um, but there was some guys on the panel this time around, Yusuf Muhammad, who was actually Jadena's manager, and he's the um, creative head behind AC3. So then there was Elaway Amaker, who is in marketing, and he's done a lot of his work with uh, actually building these brands up, these well-known brands that we know. Um, he's worked for Lyft. He's worked for um, a couple of other ones that we know, but it's not on the tip of my tongue at this moment. And then, of course, Carrie Classic, who is the actual moderator and, um, you know, creator of this event. And he is uh, has a lot of work with actually securing sponsorships and brandings and stuff like that for a lot of things in media. So he's worked with the Red Bull and a lot of other companies as well. So this event was amazing. First of all, I want to highlight the fact that I, I went there, you know, I signed up, whatever, went there, um, RSVP by myself. I wasn't expecting to see anybody that I knew. I walked in there and saw like, two or three different people that I knew, including my boss that I actually work for with the production company. And I was like, look, if I'm showing up in the same rooms you're showing up in, I'm doing something right. Like we're here to learn the same shit, to see the same shit, to hear the same shit. So I must be doing something right. So that was pretty cool. And I love my boss. I love my boss. I love my boss because she actually um, is trying to, 
from the beginning, she's tried to become a friend to me more than just like, oh, do this work and, and let me see if you can do it. And if you can't, you know, we're letting you go type shit. But, um, she's really like always had these type of conversations with me that are all always on a deeper level and really like actually trying to stick her, her hand out there to me to let me know, like, girl, come on, I got you. Like we, we going to do this together. Grab my hand. So it's really cool to have someone behind you that actually believes in you that way. Um, so that, that, that's just a little side note, but Yusuf Muhammad came in that room going the fuck off, like not in a bad way, but like he just started dropping a lot of history and a lot of just blessings on our ears and stuff like that and he just started talking about his childhood where he came from he's this kid from philly um he described it as you know he's seen the shit mcmillan scene but he talks like carlton banks and it was so cool to just see his progression in his story as he um, explained it for us and he actually started college at the age of 14 and his perspective on life is out of this fucking world and it's something that I aspire to be and I aspire to have um his openness and his willing to connect and his and his just it's crazy and he he actually attributes all of that to being homeschooled which is cool um and different because a lot of people think that when you're homeschooled you're pulled out of um, social environments and things like that. And he was, and he said that that's the reason why a lot of his time now is spent actually talking to people and connecting with people the way that he does because he never got that opportunity. So this is kind of like his high school. His 30s are like his high school years. So it's really cool to hear um, some people with different experiences and stuff like that just come and try to connect with us. A lot of things that he um, talked about that night, which I cannot remember on this particular podcast right now, um, but I do have a notebook full of notes (laughs) somewhere. Um, But one thing he talked about was fear and doubt. And I wanted to bring that to you guys today because that's something that we talk about often and how, you know, those words mean ziddly squat. Like, nothing at fucking all and he was talking about how if you flip those words around what do they read you know what is fear backwards what is doubt backwards and it's nothing those are words that people have made which is another tick on my grand lesson plan to you guys is that fear is man-made it's a man-made structure a man-made mental uh structure that people have put in us in order to feel inferior and in any situation not just racial or not just in any type of way where we should feel small um none of that shit means anything you know so as we work together um through this season we are we are trying to unlearn a lot of the shit that people have put on our shoulders unpack them bags girl unpack them bags young man we are leading lives without this baggage without this fear and without this doubt on our shoulders and really blossoming into the people that we're supposed to be in this lifetime you only get one chance and a lot of people who are telling you no have 
only done it once. Every last person who can tell you no or who has told you no before has only been here one time. Like they haven't lived this life before or anything like that. So their limitations or their expectations put upon you is only, you know, mirrored after what they've seen. You know, the things that they say is only mirrored over, you know, the things that they've gone through. It has nothing to do with you. Their doubt, their fear, anything like that has nothing to do with you. Someone tells you no, all right, I won't do it with you, but I'll do it with somebody else. You know, that type of thing, that type of you know, changing of perspective and stuff like that. You have to unlearn that shit. I think that that, I'm going to get that like tatted on my forehead at one point straight, like Gucci Mane ice cream tatted, like unlearn that shit. (laughs) Because a lot of the doors that are put up against us are ones that we created ourselves. So um, think about that. Um, Our interview a little bit later talks about you know, really pushing the envelope in in your dreams and working this nine to five to stay alive, okay? And, and pushing past that and really getting this shit done and holding yourself accountable and having that discipline and stuff like that. And that's a lot of um, the things that I'm talking about with therapy and how I mentioned that last week. Today is actually my first session. And I'm gonna share that with you guys a little bit um, later next week on that episode and how that went. And, um, you know, how, how this therapy is going to equip me to be even more resilient to a lot of the things that I wasn't as resilient to before a lot of the pain, a lot of the, you know, guilt and all of that type of stuff that hinders me to be the best fucking version of London Elaine that I can be. Y'all might think I'm pretty cool now, but just wait till I turn into a motherfucking Hulk monster, okay? On y'all ass. Y'all gonna be scared. (laughs) And that's where I want you guys to be. Like, we as black people, because, (laughs) baby, I'm black, um... And I'm rooting for my people and that's not to go against any other type of people or any other races or anything like that because we are all great in our own. But this black skin is magic, okay? And we have been denied and tried and testified against, okay? And it's just time. It's time to show up where we haven't shown up before and that is a true testament to what the fuck happened on the Oscars last night, okay? Okay, because we we was we was coming there to claim our teens, okay? Claim everything that was taken from us before with them awards, baby. And somebody actually said, you know what's so crazy, y'all? This little <laughs> y'all gonna find this funny. <laughs> I actually follow Issa Rae's brother and on Twitter and he follows me back and we actually like have conversations and shit like that. And this was like before Insecure started blowing up. Um, I used to be a fan of Issa Rae's stuff on YouTube and shit like that. And she used to talk about her brother sometimes and we ended up following each other. Um, he's, you know, he lives in California and all that shit still. And, and, and I live in Atlanta, but he was talking about um, the Oscars last night and he was saying how the Oscars had, a, a rule to not cut off black women's speeches. And I thought that that was funny, but I was like, wait a minute, is this true? 
<laughs> because if that's the case, they've been listening to us on Black Twitter for years. Because every time they try to cut someone off, we go the fuck in. Like, oh, no, 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 you didn't. Like, she was really trying to tell us some shit. Because every time a black person wins an award, like, it's all about activism at this point. Um, it's not just thank you, thank you, thank you. It's like, fuck that. You know, you know who was there shooting with you in the gym type shit. But, hey, while I got this platform, let me tell y'all what y'all need to do type stuff so um but last night it was magical I didn't watch the actual award show I watched like all these clips and stuff like that on um Twitter you know they be showing the actual shows on Twitter and stuff like that so it was cool to see the magic happen as it as it happened I was actually helping someone build a podcast which is really cool um I think that that's something that I'm going to journey into a little bit later with actually offering workshops and, and little classes and stuff like that at an affordable price because you know these workshop people be trying to, they be trying it and don't master shit. They don't know shit for real. And they be charging 250 and stuff like that to tell you some shit that you could have looked up on Google or some shit that somebody could have said on their IG live. Like... I just don't be understanding, but I'm thinking like later on when I really can build a class model about podcasts, like how to really develop one um, from start to finish, how to do it, you know, inexpensively, how to do it on your own time and on your own own demands and stuff like that. And the person that I helped last night was so appreciative and that type of shit makes my heart smile. So um, if anybody wants to learn about a podcast, let me know. I might do that shit on like IG live one day and y'all just tune in. Um, you can always reach out to me <laughs> because I haven't said it. I'm doing much better. You guys, I'm trying not to say this 40 times per show, but you can reach out to me on our IG at real the show, or you can reach out to me on our email at real the show at gmail.com. I have been receiving all of your great fan mail or listener mail. Y'all are not my fans. What the fuck? Um, listener mail and I just want to say I appreciate it because like I said you guys are the reason why I do this shit um the person asked me yesterday like you know why don't you do this why don't you do that like asking me how to or why don't I do it on a bigger platform and I told him straight up I said look if I had two listeners I would still do this shit because this is something that I actually enjoy you know and and Talking on this mic and knowing that someone else is listening to my opinions and my ideas is kind of cool because we live in a world where we are shushed for so much. We are like (laughs) quieted so much as a black woman we you know we just nobody wants to hear what the fuck we got to say. So I appreciate my listeners. Um, Like I said, just reach out. I'll reach back out. Um and hit us up, interact with us. And last but not least, make sure you guys rate this shit on iTunes and Spotify. If you don't rate it or if you don't comment on it, other people don't get to hear this dope ass content. And if you want your friends to see this when they type in, oh, real or comedy or anything like that on iTunes, they won't get to see it because it won't show up at the top of the list. So make sure you guys rate it all five fucking stars or three stars. I don't know what it is on there, but um, make sure you guys 
let the people know that you are listening to some dope ass shit. So without further ado, I want to make sure you guys know that this interview has been previously recorded. Um, There are some dates and stuff like that in there that have passed, but the content still remains the same. The message still remains the same. The love still remains the same. So make sure you guys turn your speakers up. And last but not least, this podcast has been brought to you by French House and January One Creatives. This has been a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. And I hope you guys tune in next week as I recap what's going to happen this week (laughs) because I have some big plans um, with just getting my mind right. Like I said, this session It's about to be magical. Baby girl better grab her pen and paper, honey, because I'm going the fuck in. But you'll hear more about that goodness next week. For right now, here is my interview with Jelani Williams. to make sure that you guys had the perfect people to help you guys navigate this crazy thing called life so i called in some of the best today we have jelani williams in the room what's going on people how y'all doing i'm sure they're doing fine now. <laughs> <laughs> but how are you i'm good i'm good happy to be here good happy to be alive good. in the moment that's exactly what we like to hear yeah, yeah, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. we want to get right into everything i wanted to talk about making your dreams work and how you navigated through that in this climate of like trying to have a regular full-time job because we know the government is against us millennials Absolutely. <laughs> and um having a full-time job and like really making your dreams work so like wh- at what point were you like okay this is exactly what i need to be doing right now mm, probably like right after i graduated college mm-hmm. um Shout out to Fort Valley State. Okay. Um, okay. And we did a we did a cipher, mm-hmm. you know, at Fort Valley, and it got like a lot of um, publicity. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, like I was like, you know, music is something I really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been passionate about music. I can listen to like different genres. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It seems like God just put music in my heart like at the right time. Like right after I left school, I had a lot of stuff going on, yeah. so I had a lot of content to write about. Yeah. And. Um, I built the fan base fast. Like people didn't really know me for rapping, yeah. so it was like, "What nigga, you trying to rap?" Like, Let me see what this nigga <laughs> talking, about. talking about. And then when it was like, "Okay, like this nigga really talking about yeah. something," so I was like, "All right, I built like a little fan base, and I just I kept it going. Like it's just that's what's right. up. Yeah, that's yeah. What's up. So are you really thirty and broke? I'm thirty one now, <laughs> but when I was thirty, I was broke as fuck. <laughs> I was broke as fuck. Damn. I had lost my job, and um, that was a sign that I really needed to focus in on my music. So that 30 and broke thing, it came like overnight in my head, Mm -hmm. and it stuck. How long did it take you to make that project, though? Like two and a half months. Two and a half months? Only because 
I lost my job. Mm. You ain't had nothing but time. I had nothing but time. <laughs> like I, I had, I left. I left my job. Yeah. I was smart. I left my job with a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a, a savings account with Fidelity, and my company had some other. Uh, I, I had some IRAs with my company. Okay. So cool. I left with you know a few grand. Yeah. And then I had money saved, yeah. and then I was getting unemployment. So I was like, shit, I might as well just okay. kind of dig deep in my, into yeah. my project, into my album. And that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it worked out. It, worked it really, out. I'm going to say, like, it's really working out. That's <laughs> yeah. how shit happens, yeah. though. Like, you just kind of, you, you just jump off a ledge yep. and you let some, some, whatever you believe in, yep. kind of like just take charge yep. and the shit just works. Like it you said, works. you built your fan base fast as hell. Yeah. Your project is doing well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see you a lot on Instagram and yeah. all of that type of stuff. Like, yeah. really making that dream work. work. So that's yeah. important. Absolutely. Out of all of your projects, uh-huh. what can you say describes you right now? This point in your life right now? Um, Like, from my project standpoint? Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe like an individual song or even just a full... Hmm. Right, so I'm working on some new stuff, okay, right? Okay, okay. Um, and it's like I'm. Digging. That's what we want to hear. We want the scoop. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. But like, it's really like my second, my sophomore, because I was in a group. Okay. So I went from being in Stone Age to you know Jelani mm. by itself. Mm-hmm. So you know I went from thirty and broke, but this year 2018, like I dropped the album in February. Mm. Um, my uncle, who's my best friend, passed in May, mm, and then um. I walked away from the label that produced the whole album yeah. like this last quarter of the year. So my emotions have been like up and down. Yeah. So my sophomore album is gonna be called Emotional Roller Coaster. Okay. Right? So I've been making music, I've been pumping music out. <laughs> and I have this song called Impulsive Thoughts. Mm-hmm. And it just talks about how I've struggled with like uh, just women, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just being in a relationship. <laughs> mm. And being with a lot of women. Damn. And so I'm really vulnerable on this song. Like, okay. really telling people, like, look, I've been fucking hoeing around. Yeah. Doing some shit I ain't really proud of, but it's me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's my impulsive, impulsive thoughts. Yeah. It's just me being impulsive. So that's how you feel right now? Like, that? are you <laughs> yeah. impulsively pursuing women? <laughs> I have been, and it's just like, I had, like my thoughts have been there, but mm-hmm. I really kind of, like... Mm. Took a step back, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you, gotta you can't be 31 broke and you know, right. wild as fuck. Wild as fuck. Okay, I'm going to let you be known that your body is not broke right. anymore. Right, but impulsivity is like, it's a real, it was a real struggle for me yeah. at some point. And I wrote a whole song about it. It's really dope. I've kind of leaked it a little bit just letting people know, like, hey, look, I got some new stuff coming yeah. my way. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a video for it. January. Cool. January gonna be it'll pop out month. Okay. Right, right. right. Month. So pop like just to like before because I have questions about whatever the fuck you just said. Yes. So are you the type of guy that like is like really doing these women dirty out here? Like at that point in your time in your life? I ain't gonna say dirty, but I mean, I was just. It is what it is. Yeah, like it didn't work. No, nah, yeah, like I ain't gonna say dirty, yeah. but I was just. Being me. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah. I mean, throughout this new project, uh-huh. how has, like, some of, like, those old things that have happened to you really just bled onto this new project? Um, like, 30, I, 
30, with 30 and broke, like, um, a lot of people, they could, they, it was relatable. Yeah. Okay. So that really, like, I got a lot of positive feedback yeah. from that. So that positive feedback was just energy for me to just keep going. It was like people that I didn't even know, mm-hmm. you know, were inboxing me or like, hey, man, how can I get the album? When's your next show? Yeah. Like, dude, you've hit some points that, yeah. you know, that, that, you know, hit close to home. Like, people from hell, I'm 40. Like, people, yeah. them, hell, I'm 40 and broke. Message yeah. me like, you know, hey, I'm going through some stuff. Like, I'm really rocking with your album. So that really, just that alone, people's just words of encouragement, yeah. you know, was like, it was big for me to just catapult into this next album. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I look for in music, at yeah. least. Really, in everything that I do is just relate, relating to it. Right. And what can I, like, what is this person really saying that I'm going through right now? Let's right. Do. I personally, I love a love song, and I ain't even in love, but right. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's out there. Right. Okay, it's out there, so man. let's talk about it a little bit. It's out there. It's out there. It's so out. yeah, that's and, cool. And I think, like, even on my next album, like, I'm more so talking about like my emotions and love and all that. Yeah. Because I'm trying to attract a different fan base, and yeah. it's not what I'm. I'm not even trying to reach it. This is just naturally things I want to talk about. Yeah. So the sound is is different from Thirty and Broke, but it's still like in the same lane. Okay, yeah. that's cool. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. So I want to know, like, what is the best advice that has been given to you? Um, by my brother, really. Okay. My brother. What do you yeah. say? Let us be the judge. When I walked away, I was in a group, right? Uh Uh-huh. And it was me and my line brother. Okay. Shout out to the noobs. Gamma Zeta. Okay. Plug it in. But he's like my best friend. Mm -hmm. He's also my son's goddaddy. Mm -hmm. But something was in my heart like, dude, you got to do this shit on your own. Like, you need to be solo. So I had a conversation with my brother. Mm -hmm. My brother's probably one of the realest niggas on earth. Like, he's going to just be blunt in my line for (laughs) these <laughs> yeah. Kyle's an angel. Right. Kyle's so, an angel. So my brother, I had this conversation with him. I was like, bro, I want to walk away from the group. This is right before I really I knew 30 and bro was a thing in my head. Yeah. Like I had the vision. And he was like, dude, he was like, whatever's in your heart, go for it. Mm-hmm. He was like, because if you sit here and stay in this group just for your friends' sake. He's like, you're going to wind up resenting y'all friendship mm-hmm. at the end of the day. He might bring him in here. We might. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked after that. He was like, but once you walk away and do your own thing, he said, your, home, your best friend, you know what I'm saying? Because he knows Chris. Yeah. He knows him. Yeah. So he was like, <clears throat> he's going to be emotional. He's going to be in his feelings at first, naturally. Mm-hmm. He was a, But at the end of the day, he's going to respect your decision and it's going to really make y'all friendship grow. He was like, you know what you need to do. He was like, you know what the fuck you need to do. Yeah. And we were smoking up. in the car in front of my dad's house. <laughs> he was like, so do it. Yeah. So as soon as he said that, and this is my younger brother, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, that's all I need. Some of them, they be, you know they be young, but they really they be like 62 up, in the mind. <laughs> <laughs> right. He was like, bro, do it. So I hit the blood. Like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay. like that. Just like that. Well, did it work? Like, it your friendship is better? Yeah, we, we, it was, but we went through that. It was that stage when he was just like, because he wouldn't answer my calls for mm-hmm. a minute. And I knew what the fuck it was, but I didn't. Like, I didn't know, but indirectly, I knew yeah. what it was geared towards. Yeah. We had that conversation, 
and everything better. We got a sweet, and he's on the album. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be on the next. That's album. love, right? Like, and when I get on, he on. That's so what, like, that is all love. You feel me? Yeah. Like, so everything is yeah. everything. Yeah, that's, yeah. but that's a lot yeah. of people struggle with that actually. Yeah. Like when they go into business ventures with their friends. Yeah. I mean, and people don't understand that you can you can maybe live with somebody. Yeah. You can be a friend to somebody. Absolutely. Y'all can like just really have all these dreams and communicate well Absolutely. together but when that shit actually starts happening yeah people's interests like you can only protect your interests that's, that's your it. best interest so like it and just was, falls was, apart sometimes i was thinking about my family you know? yeah i was thinking about my son and my daughter and i told him that i said bro it ain't personal but yeah. you know you know i got these kids you know what i'm saying like i'm out here bro yeah so he was like and i was like did he have kids did he have kids no oh see but he understand like yeah. he's being there with me every step of yeah. the way but you know we are human and that's what he said I'm human bro I'm in my and I was like bro I respect it you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. at the end of the day shit my friendship nine and a half years and he was like damn bro you right like, yeah. you family nigga like nine years right? really for real <laughs> <laughs> put your mail in my mailbox man what yeah, right <laughs> that's what's real up. talk yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that I ran into that like even personally trying to pursue my production mm-hmm. Ventures and stuff like that. Like I, you know, I have the world's best friends. I will say that to the day I die. Absolutely, Them, they ride for ride me. For you. They right. ride. And it's only a few, but that's but all you need. I understand that we tried to do business together. It didn't right. quite work. It made a little bit of friction, and just to be transparent, it made a little, a little bit, caused a little bit of friction, and. At that point, I was just like, no, right. I love this girl too much like Absolutely. for this shit to happen. And, and I would never be the same if I lost her and type shit. And that's how so. it was with my partner. Like, good people outside of your family, mm-hmm. it's hard to fucking come by. Mm-hmm. So the few that you have, hold on to. You gotta hold on to. You know what I'm saying? And then one of my other best friends is my, uh, one of my other line brothers. Mm-hmm. So we all, me, him, and the other guy. We all just like to this day, like he has a little girl, but I throw barbecues like quarterly. Mm-hmm. Them niggas are there. Dude. Quarterly. You know what I'm saying? You know <laughs> on the parents, You know what I'm saying? They know my family. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you in my circle, goddamn it, you in my circle. Exactly. You feel me? Yeah. So I'm with that. That's yeah. what's up. I think that our listeners definitely needed to hear that aspect of it because there's an ugly side to this shit too absolutely like to really making your dreams work it's not going to be well, that shit, good all nah, the time it and it can't be I, and I, the best advice i actually gave this week was to someone i said you know you need to put these small goals on your radar absolutely and make yourself just feel that that kind of high from success like if your goal is to make a website do the website and feel good about that be in that moment don't necessarily think like far beyond beyond. yeah like something that is going to come but you can't get it right now it's going to make you feel like you're less than and that's not it and uh, i mean can i say something go ahead (laughs) (laughs) so like i had a a big problem with that okay i'm saying just thinking about the past or living for the future mm-hmm. until you know my uncle my uncle died like I was telling you my best friend died and um, did your uncle around your age? no nah, he's okay. 50 he was 53 when he passed mm-hmm. but when I lost my job he got sick um so everything kind of went hand in hand and I was living in Columbus when I lost my job mm-hmm. so I moved back home to Atlanta 
to to find a job and to help him because mm-hmm. he was struggling. So I moved into his home. So it was me. I was kind of like his caretaker. Yeah. So um, he he passed in the home. I was in the shower. He collapsed in his, in his bathroom. Had a heart attack. Was mm-hmm. still alive, but I had to do CPR mm-hmm. on him. You know, right then and there. Mm-hmm. So it was like, damn. Like you got to start living in the moment because yes. that's all you have is the yes. current moment. Yes. So I was like, you know, I want this music shit bad. It's coming, but I gotta live in the moment. Yeah. So after I did thirty and broke this summer, I took a high. I ain't. I, I took a hiatus from recording and everything. Mm-hmm. I did a couple shows, but I really spent time with my family, like my kids. More. Like I'm, I'm active in their life, but yeah. I was like, there's. I can do more. Yeah. So I did more. Um, I rekindled like me and my father you know we're close but we got even closer good so it was like things yeah. like that like I really took time out to just spend time with yeah. my family my brother like you know what I'm saying yeah and now I got back in the studio about six weeks ago you spend a high five huh <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> but for real you got like to do talk. that type yeah. of shit like to get your mental your, your, your mental right like right. I took a hiatus from this podcast like yeah. and because I was giving advice to a bunch of people that I couldn't even like show for right. like I'm like I'm telling y'all to do this shit and I'm not doing it and I can't it, but a lot it, of times the show is called real people, people never call themselves but you be talking to yourself yeah. and you be giving it when you say shit like yeah. that you really be giving yourself advice this yeah. is shit you be wanting to tell yourself exactly and I learned it exactly yeah but you gotta like act in that because absolutely. the people that are listening to you are watching you absolutely and even if you don't even know they watching you they watching they watch you. you they watch and you I learned that and I mean it's nothing for for show but like I said like it's just like you have to be your best self doing the things that you love because mm-hmm. otherwise it's gonna go in vain you're gonna you're gonna look back at it and be like this shit was trash right <laughs> I remember I, how I felt at this moment right. or whatever whatever and it just it, it has to work that way right. and that's why we're back second season it took me almost a year it's to so get good. this shit back on track but you here because I was not feeling it right. <laughs> but you here though. but I'm here we, I am here. We had talked. Me and my sister talked about that before we came. Like before we, when we pulled up, uh-huh. I was like, "Man, if I quit this rap shit now, I said I'll be so fucking devastated. Exactly. By the time the age I'm fifty, I'll be so depressed, mm-hmm. thinking what if." I said, I, "I'm not trying to be that nigga to have a midlife no. crisis because yeah. the what ifs. Exactly. I should have did it this way. Like, yeah. You know? And I think the one thing that has motivated me to like really make my dream because I, I mean, I have a full time job too. Yeah. And when I get off that bitch, yeah. I get on, on to the to other this. stuff. On, like, I'm, I'm dropping emails. I'm doing phone calls. Shit, all I'm of that. Doing that shit sometimes while I'm at work. Exactly. Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> like low key, I be having my like. You gotta work. I be having my smarter. headphones Not in. Not hard. Oh, right. <laughs> Some of my co like, man, you all got your headphones in. I'd be like, yeah, I know. Yeah, now go back to your desk and put your right. do your work. Let me do me. Right, let me do me, please. No, for real though. Like, yeah. You just got to make it work the best way that you can when it's down to scheduling. Absolutely. When it's down to taking a break. Absolutely. I tell, you know, this year I picked up another partner or a partner i never mm-hmm. had a partner before doing gotcha. all of this stuff and quincy hey. has been an angel yeah. from heaven. Working too, yes. man. but that's good but you need a team though yeah you gotta have a yeah. team and like, it, you can't do that shit by yourself you can't keep i think a mile a minute so yes. when i'm yes, like 
I have notebooks everywhere. This is I, got, I have three notebooks in front of me right now at home. <laughs> it's like sixteen. Yeah. Like I'm I got mind. a whiteboard in my fucking. I have like a room, just a blank room that I used. Well, I used to sleep in when my uncle was alive. Uh-huh. So I just cleared the room out. I put a whiteboard in there. Mm-hmm. And I just write. I wrote the whole fucking thirty and broke like just the vision of it yeah. on that bitch. You gotta see that shit. Yeah, you gotta see that shit. Yeah, especially like, coming into the new year now. Yeah. I hope everybody. I ain't no vision board bitch, but <laughs> I hope everybody has some type of clarity on where they want to drive this year into. Like, what are you gonna do with your time here? I'm right. so important on like I'm big on that. Like, right. what the fuck are you gonna do? And time. what are you doing in the meantime? Man, what time? It's, Time. time, time, time. I'm good. I'm big on time. Yeah. Fuck money, time. I mean, I'm not gonna say fuck money, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like time, you can you can get money back. Yeah, especially in Atlanta, there's plenty of ways mm-hmm. to get money. But time though, yeah, ooh, like you know what I'm saying. I'm 30. Like I always say, like I'm 31. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm trying to make it in the rap business. Yeah. Like time, man. Time is everything. It's everything. It's everything. <sighs> well, what you got to say to the folks? I want you to give some advice to these folks. Um, it's like live in the moment, man. Like make sure that you really chasing what you what you what you're really supposed to do. Okay. Um, I feel like a lot of times we we especially you know our par- our parents and you know the generations before, you know they did it a certain way. They were trying to um, you know just work. Yeah. You know retire. Mm-hmm. That's, that was the good life. Yeah. But I think it's just so robotic. I think it's systematic. That shit like, is who, whack. Who are you really? Oh my gosh. You know that shit is whack. You know, I was really and, about to close this interview up, but I'm glad you said that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, who? Because I do want to touch on that. Like, yeah. I, I think that the best example or whatever yeah. that I can have is like looking at my mom work every day and thinking about the things that she tells me. And I don't think that she's wrong, but. I just know that, like, the life that she kind of has mapped out for herself right. or the way that she's done things is not for me. Like, Absolutely. I, I mean, I went to school. Right. I got my master's. Yeah. Like, but... You felt empty a little I bit. I still feel like I... And I didn't have to go to school to podcast. I didn't have to go to school to do production. That, that, and I was telling my, my dad, like, my mom and dad, you know, they, they both have degrees. And I guess, you know, coming from a black family, mm-hmm. like... That's not a high. There's not a high percentage of that. Yeah. From the age of six, I knew that I was fucking going to college. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Me and my brother. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we did because that's what we were kind of trained to do. Yeah. So we did that. Got a degree, and it was like, now what? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What do we do? I got in that real world, and I knew from the first fucking job I got, I said, I can't do this. Okay. Shit. Oh, okay. I was working for the Department of Juvenile Justice, and I told them folks. I was like, I'm finna rap. I'm <laughs> they probably laughed they at laugh you. Just like that. <laughs> but it's funny because my supervisor, she'll call me now like, when you make it, uh, da 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 da. No, baby. But she, but it, she's cool. But okay. it was other people who laugh, and now they're fans. Yeah. And I told, I was so serious. I was like, you laughing, but chill, watch. <laughs> chill, watch. That's how it's gonna be. Give me a few years and watch. And I was 27 at the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think that like. Just situations like that and like really recognizing I think people get caught up sometimes in their current state of mind, like going to work every day. You think right. it, like you said it's robotic and it's all of robotic. that stuff like that. You feel like you don't have no time to do shit. Right. You you feel like this 
you kind of get depressed in you do. that. In you that, die. Yes. In in, you dead. You're cre- especially creatives. Like we can't deal with that shit for no, real. Not at all. No. So I, I mean, I know that I go to work. Well, I work from home. Right. <laughs> I'm hey, privileged. I'm privileged. I know that's but um, <laughs> when I do go into the office, like I try to make sure that I have my own originality. Like it's people walking up and down the hallways with suits and ties on. Yeah. Me, I'm gonna have my sneakers on. This is what I wear to work. Okay, I, I, my hair be down to my ass. Absolutely. Like, and I keep my nose ring and I never take it off. My nails, I get them done Absolutely. with glitter every time. Absolutely. Okay. Right. So I just, and and you know they can look or I don't really honestly we have a good culture but right. I mean, if anybody ever had an opinion, I wouldn't give a fuck. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I'm going to give you my best right now while right. I'm in this moment, but right. I'm not going to be here. So I still have to like feed my soul while giving this time to you. Absolutely. Because, like you said, well, I'll die on the inside. Absolutely. And it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's repetitious. Like I had started to slack at my job, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? Jelani, you can't, you can't, you can't do this, bro. Mm-hmm. You got to, you got to be here, put in effort because all this is, is practice for your own shit. Exactly. So I started busting my ass at my job, but when I got off, I had that, that same energy I had at the job. I had it for my hustle. Yeah. So it was like. Jelani, we might be, uh, we might be, like, you know, family. <laughs> I told you we you know, like going to be a good interview. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's how I. Work too. Like I I bust my ass at my job. I got like in Toastmasters and stuff like that that they offered because I knew that I needed to be in a position where if I got in front of somebody to advocate for myself, I needed to be able to talk to them. Right. And I needed to be able to conduct business. Right. The Fuck best yeah. way you that I know, to. yeah, like, and that's exactly what my emails sound. They're like pristine, you know, right. I, everything, and right. that's those are things that my job has taught me. So Absolutely. you just have to really understand your environment right. at that point, right? And really take from it what you can, and just because it's not what you want, what doesn't mean that you can't get anything from it. And it's another thing like my pops always taught me, like. Dude, don't you ever burn any fucking bridges. Yeah. So it's just like, cool. Like, I'm going to bust my ass here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because eventually, shit, these, these people I'm busting my ass for, they might turn into my fans. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Down the line. Mm-hmm. They don't know I really rap right yeah. now. But eventually they will. And they're going to be like, damn, that's that same nigga who was working hard. I fuck with him just because of his work ethic. Exactly. So let me put his exactly. music on everybody else. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So... That's what it is. Yeah, it's okay. deeper than just the sun. You know what I'm saying? You guys just did just a little deeper. Jelani Williams got a little head on his shoulders, <laughs> y'all. He might. He might. Bit. You know, right? Just a little just bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's, That's what's it, up. man. Yeah. So, we're going to jump into a game while okay. I have you. Okay, cool. This game is called This or That. Okay. I'm going to read off some things. Just, right, just okay. throw some things at hey, you. This right, or that. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Number good. one. All right. Tracy Ellis Ross or Angela Bassett? <laughs> Angela Bassett. Why? Not in a bad way, but why? <laughs> I don't, like, she just reminds me of my mom a little bit. Really? Yeah. Okay. Besides them strong-ass arms, what? <laughs> she gonna knock your ass <laughs> <laughs> I like Tracy Ross, too, because my son likes to show blackish a lot. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so... And I like the show uh, a little bit. I'm I'm leaning toward Angela Bassett. All right. Yeah. Okay. So Netflix or Hulu? 
Netflix. You one of them Netflix and chills? I'm not. I don't even have Netflix in my house right now. Then what the hell? My dad has it. Okay. So, like, I know, like, me and my dad, <laughs> like, we, 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 we with our relationships with my uncle. Patrick. Oh, okay. So, we watch the yeah. Falcons. We watch Georgia football. Mm-hmm. Or we watch Netflix. Okay. One of the three. All right. <laughs> he got a good reason. What the hell you like? It's like for? one of the three. Why are we eating chicken and drinking on some fucking yak? Like, okay. Yeah, one of, one of the three. I'm going to say white or brown, but clearly brown. Do you drink white sometimes? Not really. No. I'm a Bombay sipper. Okay. I've hmm. rarely seen white. Like, if it is, like, I don't know why. Like, I fuck with Sky Vodka. Really? It's cheap, but it's smooth. No, it's not. The fuck to me. <laughs> no, it's not. You mix that shit with some simplies. Because simply is sweet as fuck. So yeah, it goes you down easy. Sprite, that shit is amazing. I don't even do cocktails. I gotta do shots. But I don't. I don't, I don't fucking drink white like that. Okay. Like it's Hennessy, Remy. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much it. If I'm drinking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. Best city been to out uh well, we maybe even haven't gone there, but D C or LA? I've been to both. Good. So which one? LA. LA. I'm with you the on views. that. LA gives me so much inspiration. Yeah. Like for real. It and does. I tell people, I mean, it, it might be just the tourist in me or like yeah. just visiting. It's totally different from when you actually live there. Yeah. But like when I go out there, yeah. I just feel so fucking free. I haven't been out there since college, but I'm like, mm. this shit is beautiful. I'm about to go, actually, really? for my birthday. I need, I, I got to get out there, especially with this music. Because a lot of people are like, man, you got a West Coast, like, Don Kennedy yeah. kind of feel. Yeah. But you're from the A, like, you need to go to the West. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's a plan. Yeah, my fans tell me the same thing. Shit. I I'm, sound just like Don Kennedy. I fuck with Don. He's <laughs> an influence on my, big influence on my music. Yeah, I fuck, fuck with Don, too. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, then, Don, do you listen to Nipsey? Hell yeah. Okay, Matter of so, fact, I went to opera last week. Mm-hmm. Right? I met Jazzy Faye, Rick Ross, and um, Nipsey was like in arm's reach. Uh-huh. But like Victory Lap came out around 30 and broke. And a few people like was like tweeting like, oh, I fuck with 30 and broke. And Nipsey do the two hot. Uh-huh. Granted, Nipsey don't know who I yeah. am. But I knew I was like, damn, niggas is like That's all they putting do. me in the same sentence as Nipsey Hustle. And then I don't see the nigga in front of me hey. like right before the years. Now you're going to have to just screenshot that what? and in about a couple years go back to it and be like, <laughs> told you. And I, before I ever even heard that nigga, I saw a Breakfast Club interview he mm-hmm. did um, a few years back when he was dropping a $100 mixtape. Mm-hmm. And I watched that whole interview and I was like, I don't really know who this nigga is, but with this rap shit, I want to move like how he's moving. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he really like, earned like, my respect, for real, like, by the way the he neighborhoods handled. Yeah. And, all and see, like, I work with kids, uh-huh. so I be in the neighborhoods, yeah. too. Like, I'm from Clayton County, and I work mm, with... I work, hey, so I live I live in Jonesboro, okay. and I work with foster care kids in Clayton County. Okay. So my barbershop's in Clayton County. So it was like I'm doing something big when I get on for Clay for Clay. That's what's up. For Clay Cole. So Dom or Nipsey, if you had to God choose. Damn. I know. How dare I? <laughs> Off of music? Off of whatever you want. Fuck. I can't choose, man, both. Do it! Just off some life shit. Okay. Life shit. Okay. Music, Dom. 
Dom. Yeah. yeah. Dom get the girls going now. Yeah. Dom but victory loud. I hope it wins the Grammy. I hope it wins the Grammy for album of the year. Yeah. I, really I I will say I had that conversation. Yeah. And I hope. I hope but I don't think so. Who Just you think because, No, I'm. Somebody won't give a fuck about. Yeah. Like, true. <laughs> you know, they not going to give it to Nipsey. I'm going to be real. Right. And if they do, time. <laughs> time. Chance. <laughs> time. Stop. Okay. So I'm with it. Yeah, me too. Me I'm, too. At least it's in the category, like for real. Absolutely. For a Grammy, that's big. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So sports teams, let's talk about that. This okay. on that. I see you got he has a Braves jersey on, so Braves are Falcons. Falcons. Yeah. Braves are Like I said, we watch the Falcons every Sunday. Yeah. Granted they five and nine, but that's mm-hmm. my team. <laughs> you sound so confident. That's my team. They're my boys. I'm loyal. Okay. I'm loyal to them and them Bulldogs. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you for appreciate coming y'all. out, spending time with me today, Absolutely. spending time with us. We <laughs> definitely want to hear some of what you got going on. So go ahead, get your time, get your shine. Oh, yeah. And let these folks know where they can find you. Shoot, man. Find me, Instagram, Jelani underscore Will. My page got deleted at 4K, but I'm coming back strong. That's what all the Instagram hoes say. Fuck. <laughs> shit got deleted. <laughs> they got deleted. Hacked at 30,000. <laughs> they do. Hacked at 30,000. <laughs> fuck with me. That's how I feel. Like, what I'm Instagram. Damn, so how the fuck they like what happened? Do you know yet? What with my Instagram? Yeah. Why I got deleted? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other. If I get into that, Uh-oh. we're gonna do a whole other interview. Part two. That's where that. Come. That's where that impulsive thought song comes oh, in. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, damn. Facts. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So follow me at Jelani Jelani underscore Will. <laughs> I have a For show. For the second time. Right. <laughs> I'm headlining my first show in Atlanta, January 10th at Smith's Old Bar. Tickets are only ten dollars. Um, you know, I got a, there's a lot of dope artists I'm linking with from Columbus that are coming up to do that show. Good. Um, it's a few of them: uh, Mark Hall, uh, Marquise Wineglass, cat named Jigsaw, um, New Life Entertainment. Um, Columbus fucks with me hard, so. Yeah. I got a good fan base down there, mm-hmm. so when I get on, like you know, what I'm saying I'm definitely shouting the yeah. 706 out because I got some family that live down there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I done built a fan base and my own little culture down there. Yeah. So um, this was about yeah, um, emotional roller coaster coming spring 2019. Uh, anybody dealing with anxiety, just you know, up and downs. Talk just, to them now. That's what the album is about. Yeah. And it's gonna be deep. Good. Deeper than just music, you'll hear skits and panic attacks on the fucking album. That is dope as hell. Me? Yeah, I love it already. So it's gonna be that deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Now, how dope was that? You guys, thank you for tuning in for another great week. I love you guys. You guys make me exactly who I am, and I'm just so appreciative. So until next time, have a good one.